Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the last week of April 2020. Um, again, this has been a crazy year. Things are going so fast. Um, and the fact that Kobe Bryant could die in a helicopter crash and that not be the biggest news of the year uh, lets you know that we are having one hell of a year. I mean, before we could even fully digest that, um, this coronavirus came and made its presence known. Uh, It's just been the weirdest thing in the world. And I think this is probably why uh, level-headed people were concerned about Donald Trump being president because uh, he doesn't make a lot of sense. Apparently, um, people actually were calling in trying to find out if they should ingest bleach and disinfectants uh, because he said it in a press conference, which is really disturbing. Um, He says he was joking and being glib. He didn't seem glib in that moment. I've seen the clip. Uh, He didn't seem like he was joking at all. He seemed like he was wondering for sure if you could do that. And so what's scary is, you know, regular people who've known their whole lives they shouldn't be drinking bleach are concerned and wondering if they should like this is really I mean it's reckless and dangerous really at this point um and I'm not altogether convinced he knows what he's doing and he just won't listen to people and he's that stubborn I I just don't get it he's that stubborn guy who thinks he's right all the time And so many people just suck up to him because they don't want to lose their jobs or they get some benefit from being around him. You know, he's obviously very generous, even though, you know, uh, it's dirty money. A lot of it is not gotten above board and he's not good with money. You know, if you just look at some of the documentaries about his business dealings, it's like, oh, okay. He, he'll just take anybody's money because he plunders it. I don't know. I, that situation, it, it almost feels like you're just in a really, really long, terrible episode of Punked. Um, and it seems to just spread. I mean, there's all kinds of people who clearly shouldn't have been in the positions they were put into. Especially, I mean, it's very scary. <laughs> Because you're seeing right now through the through all of this that, you know, everybody's not designed to lead, but everybody wants to be everybody wants a leader's paycheck for sure. Everybody wants to be acknowledged as successful and a leader for sure. But, you know, nobody really wants to do the ugly parts of leadership. And those are those things normally require you to tell people they can't have stuff that they want. That's like parenting. You know, you can have someone who just shows up with gifts over the weekend and calls themselves a parent, or you can have somebody who's like, look, you you can't just eat candy for breakfast and ice cream for breakfast. You, you know, this is not a meal plan. You got to uh, brush your teeth. You got to take care of yourself. And no, I'm not going to go buy you your favorite food. Just eat what I prepared. You know, the parent, the person who puts their foot foot down, you know, uh, that's uh, 
That's kind of what you need in a leader. You need somebody who's just going to be the boss. And uh, unfortunately, we with this problem we have with accountability, where it's sort of just become uh, not cool to be accountable for anything. But you want to be you don't want to be accountable and you don't want to be held responsible for anything. But you want all the praise and the glory when things go well. And you see it repeated. It's a pattern in uh, uh, a pattern in nature that you're seeing over and over again now in people. It's really strange. Um, and it's hard to fall on your sword. Nobody wants to be wrong. You know, I am open to being dead ass wrong, though. If 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 I felt like, oh, Donald Trump's a good human being doing a good job, just then, yeah. And I, there was evidence to point that he was that. I could say, yeah, you know, maybe I just misread him. But, you know, most of the time I'm not wrong. Because, I, you know, I'm pretty observant. Yeah, I do think that's a strength that I have. And people show you who they are. You just have to believe it. You know, uh, one of my friends always, you know, the nature of our work, sometimes you don't see the best in people. And she's like, yep. You're always looking for the the best in people. Actually, she said it behind my back and, and a person told me. <laughs> well, you know, Judy, she's always looking for the best in a person. Well, uh, sometimes that's true. And, but more than anything, more than anything, I'm always looking for the why. Why would you do that? Why would someone do that? Um, and that's really the thing that I find the most curious. Why would people do, why would you get up on TV and tell people to drink bleach? I I think that's a fair question. Why would you do this horrible, heinous thing to somebody? You know, what do you get out of that? Like, why, how are you wired? So really most of my questions are why. It's not so much I'm looking to see, you know, that people are made of rainbows and, and, lollipops on the inside I just I don't believe people are born monsters and yet we still do monstrous things you know so I don't know it's fascinating I'm a why person though I'm almost always gonna say why would somebody do that uh why would you why would you try to drink bleach you're 50 years old you know you've never had bleach before now you're gonna have a bleach a teeny because Trump said so that makes no sense yeah, that's my thing. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a curious person, I guess. And and I do wonder why people do what they do and what motivates people. Especially when you can see somebody who, you know, isn't really prepared for something. Like, why do you want to be president? You have no leadership skills. You're not mentally or emotionally prepared for this at all. Um I don't know. It's an interesting time, but we're always we're almost at the end of April and we're about to get into May. And I know things have been disrupted and I don't even know if we can go back to where we were before. And I don't know that we want to. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, unless your home is not safe, unless you don't have a secure environment, a lot of people are going to realize like, wow, I've been going so hard at work or whatever I've allowed to force me out of the house and 
be not engaged with my family, you know, I think a lot of people are going to realize that they want more time with their kids, that they they were missing things. And now it's like, oh, this is awesome. I'm getting to know them as people. Uh, yeah, it's time to, for us to kind of want to get out of the house. But the, these weeks we've had together have been valuable. And I, I feel like if you live in a safe environment and you have uh, all the things that you would need to be comfortable in your home for, you know, two months, which is what we've been doing, essentially. Um, certainly in Missouri, I think, well, in St. Louis, I can't speak of Missouri. We've been kind of doing our own thing. Um, the local leadership has kind of been putting things more in place than our governor. He's a slow-footed Republican. And, um, you know, he's one of those people that seemed to believe that the uh, only the big cities were going to get it. And um, I don't understand that thinking. Uh, why? Why would you think that? <laughs> it's a virus. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when it's all said and done, we will have been shut up in here about two months. And, you know, it, it's been a challenge. Do not do not mistake that I have had a lot of time to recover, to heal, uh, to get rested up. And it's been great because I was one of those people who I my schedule was not sustainable and I knew it. I just didn't know how it was going to uh, be dealt with. So this has been really, really nice to just be more still and uh, collect more thoughts and things of that nature. So that's been good. But yeah, it's it's been hard and I don't know that people will want to go back to working those crazy hours and now companies can see there are more opportunities to work from home and people are going to want that not just millennials a lot of people are going to want to be like hey I, you we can make this work and I can be more involved in my life and I don't have to be uh in this building you know non-stop because I'm gonna tell you my schedule was brutal you know, I, I take care of a lot of people and it's like, wow, you know, so I've personally enjoyed a chance to reset because I, two years for sure have the last two years just been 90 miles per hour nonstop every day. And then before that I was working for myself. So, you know, I haven't really had a a vacation trip or a, like a fun trip, relaxed trip since 2014. You know what I mean? This is the most relaxed I've been able to be in five or six years. That's insane. So yeah, I appreciate it. I don't know. Life is going to look different on the other side of this virus. And like I said, I've been saying all along, like have a plan, uh, be clear about what you want, um, this is a great opportunity. A lot of people's marriages might not survive. Um, a lot of people's uh, work schedules are going to look different. Things are going to change. We're going to be different after this. We already are. Um, and I don't think that's a bad thing all across the board. I think there are opportunities here to do some some good things um, and to learn from this and to realize that, you know, it's you see a lot of interesting takes on this. You know, I just read a tweet where someone was trying to convince another person like 60,000 people dying from this isn't that bad. You know, that's not that big of a deal, but it is a big deal if it's your family. And I say this all the time. People, uh, 
talk about crime statistics and they kind of insulate themselves like, well, you know, it's not that bad out here. Yeah, until it happens to your family, until someone you know is a victim of crime, and then it's the worst thing ever. Um, So, yeah, it is a big deal. There are 60,000 people who intended to be alive in 2020. A lot of people who've died from COVID did not have chronic diseases that they were aware of. And I'm still convinced they don't really know what, what they don't know enough about it yet. That's why it's called novel. It's new uh, to know all the things that it, it, it can do once it gets into a certain person's system. Um, we'll probably know way more about it next year this time. So just stay safe, stay smart, keep the plan in place here. Um, because most of us will still be here. Uh, but you know, you need a plan and you need a strategy. Uh, and you can't let something like this that, that you couldn't see coming, uh, when it showed up, you know, you gotta be able to, uh, you know, have a plan and not let it derail your whole situation. You still had goals, right? You still had things you wanted to accomplish. Now you actually have a chance to write them all out on paper, you know, and look them over and see how you can make things work. Um, and you know, if, if you're in a situation where your job is unstable and now you got to decide, should I get another career? Is it time to make certain decisions? Um, how do you want to live your life? That's something I always am espousing and trying to urge people to do. So this is a motivational Monday, but it's really more of a, you know, peel back the curtain and see what you want to do with yourself (laughs) type of podcast. Um, And it's okay. It's there's no wrong answer. Whatever you decide, it's up to you. And I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate the feedback. I try to be. Um, I don't know if I try to be inspirational. Someone said that they found the podcast inspirational. I tried to just give you a different perspective and maybe to look at things in a way you didn't consider before and um, be a cheerleader because I'm rooting for you. I want to see you in a winner's circle. I want to see you happy. And I think we live in a society where they sort of don't really give you the impression that it's okay to be happy. But it is. It's okay to enjoy your life. You're not in some sort of he-man or she-woman endurance challenge. You should be having some fun um, and enjoying uh, your time here because you don't know how long you're going to have, you know. And, uh, you know, just try to be healthy and smart and do healthy and smart things and improve the quality of your life. If you're not happy, you deserve to be happy. So figure out the things that would make you happy and then do that, you know, and we just get these messages of unworthiness ingrained into our brains. And that's not really, you know, that's not what's up. You'll reach a certain point in your life, especially if you're a younger person. I see I have some younger listeners uh, if if you're younger and you're say you're in your teens or 20s, you know, you're going to reach a point in your life, probably in your late 30s, 40s and 50s. And you're going to go, what was the point? Why have I, you know, busted my ass and I don't have what I want? Why? Why am I unhappy? Why? Listen, don't wait that late. <laughs> I'm telling you now you can be happy. 
Um, and depending on your people, your family, where you come from, your neighborhood, your, your quote unquote culture, um, you know, so much of it is designed to, to make you, you know, feel bad for, uh, you know, being aspirational, you know, like they want you to be rich, but you're not supposed to enjoy it once you get it. You know what I mean? Like, then you just got to have problems like the hip hop culture, for sure. It's like, you know, I escaped, you know, this narrative that's really popular. I escaped the, the hood in a really tough upbringing. And now I have all this money and, um, you know, I'm happy with it. But, you know, I don't trust anybody. <laughs> you know, it's like happy rap is just dead. I don't think, uh, you know, who was a happy rapper like Will Smith would not survive in this environment, you know. And you have a few like interesting uh, wrinkles like Chance the Rapper. Uh, Logic isn't happy, but, uh, you know, Russ, Russ seems to really enjoy his money in his life. Um, but he has a chip on his shoulder for some reason. He's always, you know, I guess people don't, people in the industry don't show him the respect, I guess. I don't know. Um, but that's a whole nother podcast. I would like to do a podcast on hip hop. I actually feel like I can bring something to that. Not so much this new stuff. Cause I don't really listen to that, but, um, like the history of it, how it went from party music to like whatever it is now, trap music, um, be interesting. But anyway, stay focused, stay excited, uh, be focused more than this podcast. (laughs) But I enjoy this time with you. And, you know, like I said, don't wait too late. Just enjoy your life. Have fun. You know, soon we'll be able to go back outside. I don't feel like I'm going to be rushing up to touch people or see people all that much. But, you know, eventually we'll get back outside. But have a plan. Know what you want to do. You would never drive to California from New York without a road map. So get yourself a map. Figure out what you want to do. Think about how your day, uh, how you want it to go. And don't be afraid to pivot. Life is about detours. You know, you could be halfway to California and you think, you know what? I've never seen the Grand Canyon. Let's go there. That's how life is. So, you know, I'm not saying make a plan and just be rigid about it, but make your plan. And uh, when it's time to pivot from that plan or change the plan or go in another direction, be open to that. You know, just enjoy your life. It's very, very short. (laughs) It really is. So take care. Happy Monday.